I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. All right, Dustin Ross. We're yes, going to get yes. straight to it on this one. Um, okay. Because we got, it's a packed docket, and I really want to spend some time with this first case. Mm-hmm. So this was sent to me by our dear friend, Dr. David Johns. Dr. David Johns. You better, we, look, we put a handle on that one. Doctor. doctor. The good doctor, David Johns. Shout out to David Johns. Because he earned that. Okay. Okay. David Johns don't play. At all. He don't fuck around. And I love that about him. I, I love, love that, that he goes him. straight to the target with it, okay? To the white meat. Right. Cuts down to the white meat. To the bone. And we need that. To the marrow. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so Dr. David Johns sent me this one, uh, and I loved it. It, it. This is a woman who ended up choking out her own lawyer in court. Mm. And David, John, Dr. David Johns talking about, does she have a case? I love it. So we're going <laughs> to answer. A head case. The, right. So we're going to take that one on. Also, this one spoke to me. Uh, because it represents something I speak a lot about in my new book, mm-hmm. Bet on Black. The good news. The good news. Okay. About, about being, being black, black America today. Uh, and that is bringing all of who you are everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, state uh, legislator in Tennessee, Representative Justin Pearson, he took that very literally. And mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. He bought all of who he is to everywhere he, he went, including a dashiki to his first day at work <laughs> in the legislature. So we're going to talk about it. Yep. Shout out to the good statesman. That's right. And then we're going to end the show uh, with a cautionary tale mm-hmm. of a young woman who did not do what you tell the good people to do every week on this show. <sighs> Dustin? Read your terms and your conditions, that please. Part. And y'all, we don't just end the show with that because it's fun, although it, it is funny and cute when Dustin says <laughs> it. But he's really giving you some true tea. Mm-hmm. So this young black woman did not read her terms nor her conditions, mm-hmm. Dustin, and she has found herself now on the cover of all of these uh, erotic adult themed books mm-hmm. uh, did you see the cover yes i oh did my God. It we ain't, we, it, i don't mean to laugh but, that but like, fake Fabio, damn, like, it's, she's out here looking real bad y'all she out here looking real bad and also breast reduction ads and 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 it's legal mm-hmm. the point of this is it's all legal and it's it, it, and she's embarrassed because mm-hmm. she didn't read her terms and conditions mm-hmm. so hopefully someone has put her on to holding court and now she will do better she got i i would hope I would at hope. this point all right, so let's start with this woman uh, that choked out her lawyer in court, no less. So this woman, let, let's start with her original underlying charge. How you know, about we got to start with the underlying yes. charge. So this woman, her name is Taylor Shavisness, 25 years old, relatively young woman. This is Green Bay, Wisconsin. All right, cheeseheads. Okay. <laughs> y'all want to be these cheeseheads. I ain't never been here for Green Bay. And that's right. Nobody. Well, you know. My mom, no. Mama Glory is sitting up here with a whole Brett Favre jersey when I was a kid. She's a Packers fan. And look how that aged. Mama Gloria. Child. Anyway, she always. Anyway. <laughs> Shabusiness. Miss Shabusiness, 25 years old from Wisconsin, uh, was arrested back in February. This is after Dustin. This is real wild. This is like some made for TV shit. Police found a mutilated body. This was of a lover of hers. So this started with a sexual encounter. She ends up strangling the man, allegedly. Mm-hmm. That wasn't enough. Uh, she strangles him to death. That's why I don't play that choke me out shit. If we gonna have, if we messing around, we finna mess around. Don't be a roughhousing me, goddammit. Cause I don't know if you gonna flip like that. Don't play with me like that. You I'm, ain't finish your business me while we get into the business. No, thank you. I'm just gonna exercise my right to remain silent on that. So, miss your business. We ain't gonna get in your business. Right, get okay. the fuck out of my <laughs> business, Dustin. I feel judged. 
Anyway. At least you alive. <laughs> That's okay. true. Living to tell them. Well, yeah. it hits, hits my inactive state of heterosexuality. <laughs> We all going to end up on Zeus. That's okay. what's going to happen. Anyway, it wasn't enough that she strangled this man to death during this sexual encounter. She then cut his body up. Allegedly, she decapitated him, cut the rest of his body up into little pieces, and then put the pieces of this man's body around his own mama's house. It's real wild. It's real wild. It's, it's very much giving Lifetime made for TV movie. So... As a result of those alleged crimes, Ms. Shabiznes has been charged with first-degree intentional homicide, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. She is pleaded not guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bust out laughing at not guilty. Come on. (laughs) You know, we have to let the system do its thing, Dustin. We do for God. Damn, right. That's real bold. But she's saying she's not guilty. This may, this this will make it make more sense for you. Not guilty by re- reason of mental disease or defect. So she's not saying I didn't do it. She's just saying I'm crazy. She just said I'm crazy and shouldn't be held accountable. All right, well, you got to do do your thing. You know what I'm saying? You got to say something, I let, guess. Let, right, let the, let the system play out, yeah. sis. The reason we're talking about this is because of what happened with the lawyer. But I do mm-hmm. want to come back to her plea of not guilty by mental disease and defect. We want to, I want to deconstruct that okay. for jurors. She business, she has a defense counsel. His name is Quinn Jolly. Her lawyer, as he should do, has hired an expert, Dustin, mm-hmm. to conduct a psychiatric evaluation to determine, this is very important, whether or not she is sufficiently competent mm-hmm. to stand trial. That's got to be done on the front end before we can even get to the trial. Mm-hmm. Now, Previous reports have t- have said, Dustin, that she has been found to be competent by mm-hmm. other doctors. But the judge, Thomas Walsh, in this case, has granted the defense counsel, Mr. Quinn Jolly, another two weeks so that he can get a new assessment to be completed. And I think I just want to note the judge is probably making a good decision there because even though these previous two doctors said she was competent, number one, a lot of times state doctors always will find mentally insane people Competent for the mm, sake of trial. Remember okay. that line from um, A Time to Kill? Yes, Ebony. Wow. You just took me back to A Time to Kill, That's Ebony. That's it. Another movie I've watched about 50, 50, 50 times. You're talking about a movie to piss me off? That's it. Every time I Yes, he deserves my- to die. I hope he burns it out. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to. The thespian it, jumped out. The thespian. You know, I really wasn't honest thespian class. Absolutely. Don't play with me. But I'm gonna come from Miami one day. That's why you know how to act. That's, that's okay. Why I know how to act. That's right. Okay. <laughs> come on now. Anyway, Shabiznes uh, was granted the two weeks for the new decision, and this is this is what's weird. But this might tell me Miss Shabiznes might know how to act too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Following the judge's decision to give her the two weeks for the new uh, evaluation, Shabiznes then lashes out physically against her own lawyer, Mr. Jolly. <laughs> Looks like she choking him out and then the had to be off. forced to the grave. What'd you say? She went the fuck off. Did she you did. See that? She popped off. I was like, boop, boop. You did everything. It, they said you did, mama. And it came out of nowhere. It was like, because the, the ruling is really in her favor. And the, she literally jumped on that. And then she man. literally jumps up, pounces on her lawyer, choking him out. She then has to be forced to the ground by deputy. It's a mess. Courtroom was cleared out and everything. Ebony, what do you do in that case? Oh, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm just going to tell you. You jump on me. First of all, it's fight, it's fight or flight at I, that point. That's that's human nature reflex. Literal self-defense. 
witnessed by everybody in the courtroom. And he would have been right to do that. Actually, I don't see any. Well, we're going to get to it. So the courtroom was cleared out. Everybody was brought back in. Hearing resumed. <laughs> Can you imagine the judge like, okay, <laughs> now right. he's going to go ahead and put a May 15th trial date on the calendar. So let's bag this. This is a lot. A lot. So it's a lot of layers here. Up. Let's start with where you, you were taking us, Dustin, which is what does the lawyer do in that yeah. scenario? And mm-hmm. that's essentially what Dr. David John's inquiry was about. You know, basically at this point, does he have a case? Does she have a case? Uh, does he get to recuse himself? Mm-hmm. So based off of what I've seen, not only can attorney Jolly recuse himself now from this, I, I think he has to. Yeah. If I'm the judge. Yeah. There's no way I'm allowing you to stay on as counsel to a client that you are now the victim of. That is an inherent conflict of interest uh, because your ability to do your job has now been compromised. I don't care what you say. That's just innate. Mm-hmm. So if I'm the judge, if I'm Judge Walsh on this one, I am immediately removing Mr. Jolly as counsel. I'm assigning Ms. business new mm-hmm. counsel. And then... Mr. Jolly, the attorney, has options. He can file a criminal action against her. Mm -hmm. Now, it might be for not if she's indeed incompetent. Mm -hmm. He can certainly file a civil action against her for assault Mm -hmm. and try to get some money damages. Now, for some reason, something tells me Miss Your Business is broke. Yeah, I don't believe there's a... uh, I don't think there's going to be any recovery there. I don't know where to land. That's it. Yeah. I don't think there's a deep... That's why she didn't give a fuck and jumped on right. like that. But she, she had, had nothing, nothing to lose. lose. <laughs> That's it. She said, I don't have deep nor pocket. Okay. So so let's go. And he Nuck said, and this motherfucker ain't that crazy. That's okay. it. So that, that gets me to where I really want to spend some time. Mm-hmm. Now, we know it is in her legal best interest because she has pleaded not guilty by reason of mental disease and defect for her to be deemed incompetent. So now, that's why she did it. Let's let's go underneath the hood a little bit mm-hmm. on this one, Brother Dustin. And let's talk about what elements have to be found for you to be deemed mentally incompetent for trial purposes. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that full out like that, y'all, because that is extremely different than being found mentally ill. Mm-hmm. People go to jail that are mentally ill every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Most of my clients, Dustin, when I was practicing criminal defense work, had some mental a deficiency of some sort. Mm-hmm. In fact, they were almost all what we call dual diagnosis. Many of them were mm. using substance. They were abusing substances, rather, uh, to help self-medicate around some type of mental illness, normally yeah. bipolar and depression. Now, when you start talking about what is required to be found mentally incompetent to stand trial, mentally ill is not enough. Let mm-hmm. me be very plain. What you've got to be is mentally incompetent to stand trial. And specifically what they're looking for, Dustin, are elements that prove Mm -hmm. you are unable to participate in your own defense in a court of law. So I've been at these these assessments before with clients. Mm -hmm. So they're literally showing that they pull out a picture chart and they'll say, who is this? And they want you to say, that's the judge. Then they'll say, who is this? That's whatever, DA, prosecutor, that's the lawyer that's proving that I did what y'all said I did, whatever. And who is this? Well, that's your defense lawyer. The main thing they want to see, Dustin, in these competency hearings, allegedly, Mm -hmm. is what they say, Mm -hmm. is they want to see that you can be of value to your own lawyer in helping your defense. And if they see elements that you cannot be 
of value in your own legal defense, you will likely be found incompetent for the purposes of standing trial. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know a better proof of I can't assist in my own defense. I knew this was, I knew. Then I I have a propensity to choke the fuck out of my own defense lawyer. (laughs) I think that looks like I can't, I can't help. Yeah. She is something else. That's all I can say. She is something else. Yeah. And I would have been recused myself. (laughs) I wouldn't want nothing to do with her ass. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, it's interesting though. I mean, again, I don't obviously know this particular lawyer from a can of paint, but Sometimes these lawyers really be on one and mm-hmm. and will almost want to prove their ability to be bigger than that and like, mm-hmm. oh, but I'm still ultimately a lawyer at the end of the day and so I can look past that. And that's why he must be recused. For like he, real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Unless he want another one. <laughs> and another What, what Khaled look, said? Another and one. Another, it didn't look like she was done yet. It looked like she, she had a little bit more. Been done, what? But for that deputy, and and she was finna Julian his ass the way she did that other nigga in the first place <laughs> that got her in the courtroom. No, like, it uh-uh. was it was bad. But I, I you know, I don't know about Miss Your Business. It it it's not lost on me that the very thing that's deeply evaluated in this are you fit for trial or not yeah. evaluation, they're really looking for your ability to assist in your defense. And you physically choke out your defense lawyer in open court. Hmm. I'd have been like, she competent. She knew what she was doing. Throw the book at her ass. Ain't nothing wrong with her. She's just evil. Okay. So, but what I suspect will happen, I think that now she's actually, I think she has put herself in a good position to be found mentally incompetent. Mm -hmm. Because the argument goes, Dustin, any, anybody we put next to her is in peril. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody we put next to her to help her in defense of her on this tr- during this trial, the court would be knowingly putting someone in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's, I don't know, she might have played the shit all the way right. Well, good for her. I just don't want her to I mean, it's terrible. Me I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. But I'm just saying from a strategic point of view. Don't come over here with your knives out. Yeah. Guns, guns blazing. Guns blazing. Get the fuck from around me. But yes, that yeah. was smart of her to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, if, if indeed. And then the other alternative is she could just really be that crazy. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Either way, what I suspect is going to happen with Misha Business is I don't think this will ever see trial. I think that she will be found incompetent. And let me also talk to the jurors, Dustin, about what happens when you are indeed found to be incompetent. Now, it's a relatively rare occasion, mm-hmm. but it happens from time to time. No, you don't go free. Let's let's clear that up. You are it's not like, oh shit, I'm incompetent. Peace. It's no. not that kind of party. You are then held in custody by the state psychiatric ward hospital. And, to, and then you are actually reevaluated periodically. So they don't just, it's not a one-time thing. They it could be every six months, it could be every year, it could be every two, three years, I've seen. Mm-hmm. You will always then have to be subject to a reevaluation for them to see. If you are competent yet, because sometimes the treatment that you get while in the facility, Mm -hmm. the drugs, Mm -hmm. therapies can get you to a place of competency. Mm -hmm. That's actually the hope. And if indeed anywhere during that process, Dustin, you are deemed to be competent, they will bring your ass back to trial. Please believe it. I've seen that before, too. Take that shit to trial. Take that shit to trial. Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to take that shit to trial. And another great, (laughs) another goodie, oldie but goodie (laughs) is take them five. Ooh, take them five. 
Mm-hmm. There's some really good nuggets in that song. Okay, I'm gonna have to. You know what? I'm Shout gonna have to spin that. Yeah, Juvie. Okay, I'm gonna have to spin that. Oscar Maya. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I really like. He's really doing the work of the culture in, mm-hmm. in those particular songs. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, so Miss, we'll see what Miss Your Business, uh, you know, how this plays out for her. But we I show suspect it from afar because I ain't gonna be nowhere near from, her from, ass. from far away. Okay, far far away, <laughs> make me a bird. Okay, um, she will likely be found incompetent, and she will be in some type somebody's psych ward. I suspect. Which I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't necessarily know if that's like so much better than jail. Yeah. But that's just me. All right. Moving on. A brother by the name of uh, Representative Pearson. Mm -hmm. He is newly elected to the state legislature in Tennessee. He's filling a special seat that was uh, vacated by Miss Barbara Cooper. So he's new to the job, Dustin. And he's thinking, you know, just just like any of us on our first day of school, we want to swag out. Mm -hmm. So Representative Pearson said, what better way? to pay homage to who I am and the and my constituents that I will be representing mm-hmm. than to put on this good dashiki mm-hmm. on the first day. Not mad at it at all. I love it. Okay. I you In know your I love face. it. God damn it. I love it. And he uh you know, which of course if you don't know what a dashiki is, it's a garment, a top, a shirt, very popular uh with West Africa and, mm-hmm. and other other parts of the diaspora, let's be clear. So he says that wearing the dashiki on the first day and being sworn in, wearing it is paying homage to the ancestors who made this opportunity possible. I love it even more. Mm -hmm. I love the intention. The intention. Because he's doing here, y'all, what I invite all of us to do Mm -hmm. in my new book, Bet on Black. The good good news. news About being black (laughs) in America today, available wherever you get your books. That's right. And that is figuring out for yourself, not for nobody else. For yourself, whatever your manifestation, your iteration of blackness is, and being unafraid, Dustin, to center that everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. We are done, I submit, as a black people in America today with making adjustments for white comfort. We are also done, I submit, with making accommodations for collective black approval. We now today, as black people in this Great nation, and I submit it can be a great nation. Right. On our terms. So if my term is I want to put on a dashiki that honors the legacy and history of West African diaspora uh, and the broader black collective globally, I absolutely get to do that. So I love that this brother, Dustin, put this dashiki on for his swearing in. The best kind of disruption. I love all this It's a form of protest, and I love it. You know how many meetings I sit in and wear my Yankees fitted hat on purpose? On purpose. I'm really glad you said that. Because for for Representative Pearson here, Mm -hmm. it was a dashiki. Mm -hmm. For Dustin Ross, it's a Yankee fitted. Mm -hmm. It's it's an emblem of the culture. For me, you know, it's oftentimes... First episode, scene one, day one of Roni, the exonerated five. Wore that on television. And the rhinestone Black Lives Matter mask. On television. On a white show. Day one, first black housewife. It's a form of protest, Dustin, that says, I am not going to bring my black ass to Central Park to film this white ass show and not bring all of who I am with me. Period. That's what it is. 
all you did that multiple times oh, it was your, multiple your season times. Roni, multiple times your yes. aka gear the aka gear the loyola law gear the gucci uh, the, the, the howard gear dapper the dapper dan that yeah. confessional look that's going to end up in the smithsonian one day period Okay, yep. you better know that. And the black one, too. Actually, ellipses, because we're still getting it there. Okay, yeah. so it's happening. It's yeah. happening. But yeah, that, 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 there's no way I'm going to be the black housewife, the first black housewife on Roni, and not honor the legacy of Dapper Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, since housewives are always supposed to be about the glitz and the glamour, let's show them the glitz and the glamour. Harlem style. Hmm. Global. Anyway. I'm totally on board for this. Where I'm, I want to go get me a daishiki right now. Damn it! You just know, from, just from this story, I okay. thought I might have had one. Okay, in the, one or two in the back <laughs> somewhere. I do have somewhere. some other uh, African guard pieces, but t- t- today didn't feel like an African guard ball gown type mm-hmm. of day. Uh, that's another day. I'll <laughs> Which save is probably above. gorgeous I'll on save, you. But you know what? I, w- I wore one to above Cleco mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. purpose because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. y'all gonna get this black culture. Yeah. Y'all are gonna get this black centeredness. I love it. If I'm invited to the space, my culture is coming with me. I love it. Period. Now, let me tell you who didn't love it, though. Okay. (laughs) Republican State Rep David Hawk. No. A Republican had a problem with this? No. A white one, too. Wow. Wow. But let let me tell you the, the, the real raggedy shit this particular white Republican did by invoking the legacy of one of the first, well, the first black woman to be in that house to become speaker pro temp. So this was a state legislature. She's passed, long passed. Her name is Lois DeBerry. So Representative DeBerry apparently talked, to, oh, censored him. That's, that's, see, he got in his feelings. Mm-hmm. I see what happened. Mm-hmm. So the black sister, uh, Representative DeBerry, scolded him one time because he did not have on a coat and tie during the General Assembly. So Auntie DeBerry swatted that hand. And so this white Republican, Representative Hawk, says that in the memory of honoring the great woman who was Lois DeBerry, I want to say that how we look and how we treat each other and how we give, give the respect we hope to get back, which is basically shade. He's taking a shot that's and exactly Brother Pearson's dashiki choice, and pl- and put and blaming it on a woman who's passed away, and, and trying to tether it, Dustin, to the legacy of a of a great black woman cannot, who was historic. I that's cannot. that's a dirty, real dirty, shit. manipulative, yeah. trifling move. Mm-hmm. And you see white supremacy do that a lot, where they'll find an opportunity to connect it to a, a great black American, and then they'll pervert. That exact legacy. That exact yeah. legacy. They do it with Frederick Douglass all the time. Oh, my God. They better leave Douglass alone because I'll fight over Douglass. Hell you yeah. You know that. And Frederick Douglass was ready to fight anyway. You saw his hair. Frederick Douglass said, I'm going to get the point. Wait a minute, God damn. Let me tell you something about Frederick Douglass' hair real quick because when I, you know, I've transitioned to a full-on uh, keratin treatment. And so when my treatment time is near, I, I my hair looks a lot like Frederick <laughs> Douglass. I'm going to just be honest with you, Dustin. So I, I am even more tethered to Brother Douglas today than I was yesterday. Okay. But then after I get that treatment, it's giving Jermaine Jackson. And that's fine. <laughs> Victory Laid. tour. Victory okay. tour. Laid. Okay. I just had to put that out there. Now, so Brother Pearson and the other Democrats said 
rightfully, Mm -hmm. that they believe Hawk was wrong to criticize him on the House floor, no less. You know, that's like that public shaming of a black man for being black. We don't like that. And so uh, he said this on Twitter. This is Brother Pearson. A white supremacist has attacked my wearing of a dashiki. Resistance and subversion to the status quo ought to make some people uncomfortable. That's right, Brother Pearson. He's doing all the right things. And he's and he's and he's playing the game better than they tried yep. to play it. Yeah. It's such a win. It's such a win. Now this I was their this. response. Uh Tennessee House Republicans said this. If you don't like the rules, perhaps you should explore a different career opportunity that's main purpose is not creating them. Actually, no. That's what they want in the first place. They but, don't want him out of there. Right. But actually, they misspoke because all uh, Brother Pearson has to say, and I'm sure he he could say it without saying it. That's exactly why he's there. Yeah, he's there to say these rules are antiquated. Yeah, these rules center whiteness and white comfort and white fragility, and that's exactly why I've been elected to be your peer, Representative Hawk, so that I can help update and change these rules so that they represent something that is more encompassing of what professional is, including the diaspora. It reminds me of one of my old. Yeah, there's going to be just a part of this show from now on that's going to reference 90s movies. I'm with that. So one of my favorite ones is Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh, Philadelphia. What a powerful, powerful and film. And it stands today. Yes. And I love that scene where that black secretary, legal mm-hmm. secretary, mm-hmm. I think she might have even been a full paralegal. She's on the stand. And she's talking about how the white law firm partner told her uh, because she had on uh, earrings that were in the shape of Africa. Mm-hmm. And he's remembered that. Yes. And he said, uh, see, y'all, the, I, I'm going back to go forward. Yeah. I'm going back to show you that the same shit that we have been subjugated to, whether it's 1800s, 1990s, is still happening today in 2023. And, and more of us got to put on dashikis and Yankee fitteds and kente cloth ball gowns. Mm-hmm. In all the spaces. Mm-hmm. But this woman sitting on the stand in 1992 in this film, and she's got on her Africa earrings, and they're big, and they're made of wood, and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she said, the white partner said, can you please not wear those anymore? We'd prefer you wear something more American. And then she said, they are American. They're African American. Come on now. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Now stay out of black people business. That's it. Because because this is literally our nation, at least as much, some could argue more so, Yeah. than the white domination that we are purported to believe. Yep. Um, and I think that's just what it is. And I'll say this, Representative Hawk and those that think like him, if you are white in America today and you are not prepared to make the space for blackness in this nation, you will find yourself displaced. Mm. And we're seeing it, aren't we? Every day. Ebony, you said that shit, okay? And you know everything I meant when I said Displaced. It. Displaced. Looking for a job, hmm. a check, hmm. a platform. Hmm. Let that sit. Yeah, really sit, sit with that one, y'all, because I, I said a lot there. Okay, with that, mm-hmm. I think we can go ahead and move on. Yeah, yep. okay. that's it. That's all we need to do with that. With that particular okay. anecdote. Okay. Cautionary tale time, y'all. Dustin ends this show each and every episode with 
a mandate. Mm-hmm. Dustin, tell the people the mandate. Read your terms and your MFN <laughs> conditions, please. And he's not saying that for his health. No. He's saying that because y'all really need to read the terms and conditions <laughs> and the fine print. This boy, her name is Christian Demerit. And she, she didn't got a demerit now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. You know I'm stupid. Christian is Christian Demerit was uh this was after she earned her theater degree mm-hmm. from Florida A and A University. Not to be confused with A and M. Different. Different. I looked it up to confirm because I didn't want no rattlers mad at me. Mm-hmm, you know how they baby. be acting. Uh, uh they don't fuck around about at that. all. You talking about pride? Listen, I don't want Will Packer in my DMs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not for that. Not for. Okay. Well, I do. Let okay. me let me rephrase it. <laughs> Not for that. You know Brother what I'm saying? Packer. Yes. Please DM me. They're open. Okay. For collaborations. That's right. All right. <laughs> Miss Christian Demary is taking her headshots like a good thespian. Mm-hmm. And 10 years later is getting people DMing her, reaching out like, hey, sis, I think I just saw you on a breast reduction campaign ad. Yo, sis, is this you on the front of this novel? And when I say novel, please know it is an erotic novel. Dustin and I both looked at the photo. It's giving Fabio, right? Mm-hmm. It's giving, it's it's one of those. Uh, the title is his big, and B-I-G is all capital, nasty, childhood <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> and it's an Afro romance book. That's the, the publish publishing company. They're mm-hmm. called Afro Romance Books. And please know, y'all, that his big, B.I.G. Capital, Childhood Sweetheart, is a series of books all centered on interracial relationships. So this cover, if you, I, I would implore you to Google this. <laughs> so you, you have to see it see for it yourself. For your... Because this woman, they got her up here with this Photoshop, would-be Fabio type of shirtless white man. It, it's, it's just not giving. It's a mess. It looks real wild. Yes. But this is all legal. I'm going to tell you why. As the Afro-Romance book rep told USA Today when they went digging. The authors of the books don't get to create their covers. The Afro-Romance book publishing company creates them. And they do. They use stock image photos, which is very common, Dustin Ross, in this business, to do so. Yep. And what Miss Demerit didn't know, which is why she got that demerit, <laughs> is that you actually do not own your image once you photograph with a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. That image is now you can own some rights to distri- distribute, you know, and that's why you got to cite your source. But the images themselves, Dustin, and of course we know this because we have been in this business a long time. Yep. Those rights are owned by the photographer. Straight out. Straight. That's it. Yep. The photographer owns the image. Period. That's it. And they can do whatever they want with. They it. can do whatever they can sell it to whoever they want. They can do whatever they want now. What you can tr- what you can try to negotiate because I've done this historically is buying the full rights and use mm-hmm. of the photos, but that's going to cost you. That's not your three fifty session fee, no, <laughs> at all. That's not your fifty dollar session fee. That's not even your thousand dollar session fee. That is a whole separate usage and rights negotiation. So that's what Dustin means when he says read the fine print. If this young lady had read, because every photographer is going to make you sign what? A release. A release, yeah. And at the bottom of that release, you're saying that you understand that. You're saying that you are consenting to that. And in fact, if you refuse to consent to that, trust and believe your, your picture will not be taken that day. 
period. You know, I hate that this happened to this young lady, but people need to stop being, and I'm not saying that she was a lazy thinker, Mm -hmm. right? But people are very lazy, Ebony. They just don't want to read. How many times do you Can see you people? Can please say it again? They don't want to. They read. just don't. How many times do you see people in the comment section, which I it's hell to me. Mm-hmm. But how, how many Part times do you see right? <laughs> you see people saying, um, well, I, "I ain't reading all that." I, Literally, I'm not all that. can somebody send me the Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes gonna have you fucked up. Like read. Cliff Notes are gonna have you fucked up. Read. You better read. Also, even if if you you need to read. First and foremost. And you know what you need to read? You need to read Bet on Black. The good the news. The good news okay. about being a black in America today. And if you don't want to read, or in addition to your reading, know your history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Know your history. Mr. Merritt would have known exactly what she signed up for if she knew the legendary story of the Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams, the first black woman to ever be crowned Miss America, mm-hmm. was stripped of her crown and title as Miss America all because she didn't read the terms, nor the conditions, nor the fine print. Vanessa, like many young people, took some photos trying to pay a couple bills while she was in school. Yeah. Some of those photos were a little... You know, racy, risque. Risque. Mm -hmm. You know, a little top-off situation, Mm -hmm. a little girl-on-girl action situation. Mm -hmm. I've seen them. You've seen them? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Well, anyways, Vanessa did not realize that when she took those photos, they were the property of the photographer. So, obviously, when she becomes Miss America, they're like, oh, I got... He's going to cash out. And he did. And he sold them to Penthouse Magazine. They were published in print in Penthouse, and Miss America organization ultimately stripped Vanessa's title uh, due to the publishing and yeah. said it was like a moral violation. Yeah. Now, they had to eat cake, and eventually, uh, I think it was literally just like four years ago, right before the pandemic, Vanessa was welcomed back to the Miss America stage and literally recrowned. Yeah. Uh, and retitled. Now, it's, it's, I know. I can tell you by your energy. Because you already like, know, keep like, it. keep it. Like, after all this shit y'all didn't put her through in yeah. years. Of, you oh, know how that really. Yes. All of it. It was a big, big deal for her. It was her. awful. It was. De- it, I guess for a, a little black girl who also grew up in pageants, for me, it was really, like, devastating. That's why I'll never forget it. You know, some of y'all probably haven't thought about this in a month of Sundays. It is germane to my perspective. On photos, ownership, protect your image, control your image. Yeah. And that's why it's so paramount. It's literally because of Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Wow. Some things you just never forget. Mm mm. Yeah. Can't afford to forget it. Yeah. Literally can't afford it. Literally can't afford to forget it. So, Mr. Merritt, I wish you would have thought about good sis Vanessa Williams. Um, maybe it escaped you. But that's another reason why, you know, I, I know I'm old and country, but I do spend a lot of time going back to the culture's history. Mm-hmm. But for this reason, there's a lot of lessons in the history of our culture. Tons. That's where all of the lessons are. I don't need to relearn this shit. Yep. You know, if Vanessa crawled so the rest of us could walk and run. Yes, she did. You know? So why are we going and making the same mistakes now, yeah. it's silly. Speaking it's unnecessary. Of, speaking of black movies, it's just like Sophia said in The Color Purple, don't trade places with me, Miss Silly. Okay? Don't trade places with me, Miss Silly. Don't. That's it. 
you got to learn from you got to learn from that so so to me that was it is a cautionary tale it's extra unnecessary because mm-hmm. we saw what happened with Vanessa and we know why it happened with Vanessa mm-hmm. you know this generation of parents you need to share these stories absolutely you know what I mean yes people need to know that this is a possibility in the world yes there are so many stories that are being brought up uh connected to like legal issues with photography yeah look at what cardi b just went through totally you know what i mean with the guys uh tattoo on the back I remember that on the front of that cover so you just have to be careful with really being specific in the language yes in these deals that these people are doing especially now that every everybody wants to be photographed everybody wants to be photographed everybody wants and another thing is social media once you put the image on social media you no longer own it people right. don't know that yeah you are literally gifting the platform with your imagery. Yep. So just know that, y'all. This is it, at this point, it's kind of basic. And now that I think about it, remember those paparazzi photographers were like setting the celebrities up mm-hmm. and suing them for right. posting the pictures that they took of them or whatever. Yeah. This is crazy. That's, it's, it, which is essentially a form of entrapment, but yes. it's legal. Yeah. You know. So so you guys have to really read the fine print, like Dustin says. Read your terms. Read your conditions. And manage your imagery. And quit taking pictures. Some of y'all don't need to Some of to y'all don't even pictures. need to be in front. <laughs> Let me not. But yeah, that I really do feel bad for this young lady. Um, just because it's a it's a horrible position. It's a horrible in. position. Like I cringe. Yeah. You know. Um, and listen, not for nothing. When I was in LA, which was like twenty ten through fourteen, mm-hmm. you know, I paid a lot of bills with print modeling and stock photography. Let me be very clear. So I'm not gonna be surprised. When Auntie E pops see, up in yeah. a breast reduction ad. Hey. You know, there was a while there, um, I did an ad for a bridal company. I'll show you after we wrap the show. And that ad to this day, Dustin, I think they are still using that ad. Um, I'm in a <laughs> bridal gown, and it is, it, but it's for the men's tuxedo. So I'm with okay. this very handsome mm-hmm. black man, and we, you know, but it is like, so for everybody that I know that got married in the last 10 to 15 years, has seen that because when you go get your tux, yeah, it's, it's the there. image. Wow, that's kind of cool. Evie. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was, it was giving. Hey, you know yeah. what I'm and saying? And I certainly cashed that check. How about that? Several times over. How, and took care of yourself and paid with that. all the bills. Okay. okay? So yeah, so, but but you have but I understood it. The mm-hmm. point is, is that's the difference. Is I understood when I sit for this session, y'all can do with these images what you want. If that image. That same beautiful image was used in a divorce ad. I can't say shit. Nope. You know, I it's can see done. it right now. How it started. How it is. How it is. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. So that's it, y'all. Just read your terms and read your conditions. Don't end up like, like Mr. Merritt. I think that's it for today. Really? I think so. Well, we've we've told enough today. We've told them enough. Yeah. Lots of lots of nuggets and jewels in today's. Yeah. Episode. Lots of nuggets. Lots of jewelry. Go mm-hmm. back and. Look at the history of the culture. Mm-hmm. You know, some things we don't need to relearn. Yeah. History's not a bad thing. It's you know? a beautiful. I love it. That's, That's why, I, going back to the book just for one second, you know, you'll see in the book, I go back to go forward a lot. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Douglas, whether it's James Baldwin, mm-hmm. whether it's the doll test. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I talk about in chapter two, the doll mm-hmm. test. If you're not familiar, is a test that stands to, to the test of time today, much to my heartbreak and devastation, where all children including black children, when given the option of what doll they want to play with, pick the white doll. They pick the white doll. Why do they pick the white doll? Well, they pick the white doll because they have received the messaging from a society and a broader culture. Sometimes that culture is even in their own home. For sure. I'm going to say that part again. 
Sometimes that culture dusting is in their own home. Yeah. That reiterates a narrative that the white doll is the pretty doll. The white doll is the good doll. The white doll is the smart doll. Is the well-behaved doll. And the black doll is bad. She's ugly. She's mischievous. She's fast. Mm-hmm. Hypersexual. Mm-hmm. That is so wild to me. Yeah. That test was done over 40 years ago, and it stands today. Because it's redone. You mm-hmm. know, uh, social scientists, Dustin, do the test often. Mm-hmm. And the needle has hardly moved, if at all. I saw a video. I think we talked about this offline. But there was a video where a grandmother uh, was holding a baby. She was a, a Dominican grandmother mm-hmm. with a darker skin complexion. Mm-hmm. Afro Latina. Yep. And she was holding her granddaughter and telling her, like, this is the good dial to get. This nice and pretty. Like, telling her not to get. And she was she was joking, but she, she was serious as well. Yeah. It just, that's really persistent and prevalent. It's very today. prevalent. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who wasn't about that life. <laughs> Gloria J. Williams. <laughs> she wasn't about if that. If I look like I was reaching for black. <laughs> yeah. You get that black dial. And not even the light skin one. Okay. The black, the, the blackest, blackest one dial available. you can get. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's important for kids. It's, it's critically important. It's critically important. And I was um, in L.A. on a bus stop, uh, a bus stop, a book tour stop. <laughs> but I have been at a bus stop before. Okay. Let's, let's be very let's be clear. clear. Many a cold morning. Okay. Trying to figure it to out. To get taking, my education. And taking that mega bus as That's, well to D.C. You know what? I'm so glad you bought the mega bus. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking as I was, you know, in my first class seat on my last flight to D.C. But I was mm-hmm. thinking about how, literally, how good God is. Mm-hmm. Because it was, when I first moved to New York, baby. Yep. It wasn't nothing to hike all the way to that far west side. Far west. What's That's that? Uh, between 10th and 11th. Yeah. And get on that. It's time to get on the bus. Get, get on, on the and bus. hurry the fuck up. Yep. And that line be from here yonder. Yep. And barely have the $55 or whatever it was barely. to get in it. Yep. And so God is good. I Very just say good. that. And I want to say. You better testify Process. Up here. Yes. That is why I have a whole chapter in the book, y'all, about process. Y'all mm-hmm. see Dustin and I, Dustin on, you know, on the gram looking like a fucking superstar <laughs> in an off-white fucking jacket <laughs> that I thought was from the high school. But don't worry about that. Okay? Okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and y'all see the drip now. Yeah. Now. But please know. That we have, and we are still in our process, mm-hmm. and no one is above the, the process. process. Yep, never. You're never above the process. And the minute you start thinking you are, you will be reminded harshly, quickly, yep, devastatingly. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very um, principled, you know, mm-hmm. in that way. Oh, I, I know it, and I, that's why you're continued to be blessed. Thank you, Evan. Um, and you're flourishing. Gratitude um, is important, and you is. also have to recognize your journey. Like you need to. That needs to be very very real for you absolutely that you recognize the difference in the way life is now and how you get to move and and not why it's different and not and and why it's different because you put that work in and i just want to end it with this it's on an average of 10 years Mm -hmm. just an average of 10 years t cooper um Mm -hmm. you know my my glam t cooper shout out to t cooper we're not we're just saying this you know it is yeah now t is leading teams at fashion week Mm -hmm. now t is Doing glam on Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. and uh, Angelica Ross and, and all Ebony the greats. K. Williams. And, oh yeah, Ebony K. Williams. <laughs> and Ebony K. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, pop, my color. Um, <laughs> okay. But, um, but this is literally year ten mm-hmm. of her transitioning to this aspect mm-hmm. of the business in terms of makeup and hair after years as a tailor in the business, mm-hmm. and she's just now. We are just now in WACP Image Award nominated yeah. talent. Yeah. 10 years in the game on just this part yeah. of the broadcasting career. So, 
Y'all, I say that to really encourage you. Wherever you are, whatever industry you're in, it don't have to be media. I don't care if you're in finance, economics, education. I don't care if you're laying brick or tile. Mm-hmm. Stay in your process. You're preaching a word today, Ebony. That's it. If I'm you want to hear more of that word, go ahead and get that audible. Okay. A bet, a, on, a black. bet on black. The, the good, good news about, about being black, black in America today. today. With that, we're going to end it, y'all. Thank you so Sorry. much Um, staying with us. Court will be back in session next week. Yep. You know how we do. In the meantime, stay safe, keep the faith, and, and I'm going to let him say it slow this time. <coughs> Dustin, what do you want the people to do? I want you to read, especially if you've been taking pictures. I want you to read your terms and read your conditions, please. Thoroughly. Yes. That part. Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jay Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Ellen Swag, And marketing lead, Samira Still.